millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to the Pappy English Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you learn English. My name is Sam and I am your English teacher. And this is another episode of the series English Around the World. In this series, we meet English learners as well as English teachers and we find out about their stories learning and teaching languages. We also learn their best tips for learning the languages and how they incorporate languages into their daily lives because we all know that is super important. And today we've got an amazing guest, Camille, who's an English teacher from the United States of America. So hi Camille, it's so nice to speak to you again. Camille I've spoken to before, we've, uh, we've known each other for a little while on Instagram and she's an amazing English teacher that I'm sure you're all going to love learning from as well. So Camille, first of all, can you introduce yourself to everyone? How are you? Yes, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's so fun. I am Camille, so I'm a mom. I have three kids. I'm married. I'm a traveler, so my family is currently in Panama City and we'll be heading to Peru in a couple of weeks. So me and my husband both have online jobs where I teach English and he is a graphic designer and so we can work remotely. So it's a lot of fun because we love adventure, we love meeting new people, experiencing new places and practicing languages. So I love, love language learning as well. Wow, you can really tell that Camille is passionate about traveling. I completely agree with you. I love traveling so much. So we've got so much in common. We've already talked about it before and for languages as well. How did you get into English teaching, Camille? You're from the States, right? Yes. So actually, I didn't go to school to officially learn to be an English teacher. It's more like a hobby and something that I started out of my love for language learning. So I speak fluent Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, and I'm on my way with French. Yeah, and because of that, I've helped so many people learn English through exchanges. And I was like, wow, like I really come alive helping people learn English. And so I started creating content. The content that I would watch and consume on YouTube, like vlogs, and not so much grammatical type videos, but travel vlogs and things that piqued my interest. I started creating those kind of videos too, because I feel like 
it's more enjoyable to learn a language that way. So my content is focused on learning English, but in a fun way and through travel as well. Absolutely. That's what your content does so well. And I think that's the best way to do it. Don't try and do what everybody else is doing, but try and enjoy yourself and have fun with the content. So what was like the inspiration for learning languages at the beginning? Is it something you've always enjoyed since you were young? No, actually, I didn't learn my first foreign language, which was Spanish until I was 27 years old, which is kind of crazy. I feel like I'm late in the game when it comes to language learning. I never really, we had to take two years in high school. I remember taking one year of Spanish, one year of French, but I came away with like knowing how to say, hi, how are you? Like, I don't remember, you know, 20 years ago, high school language learning. So it wasn't until me and my husband decided to move to Spain that we decided to learn Spanish. And we actually first went to Mexico because it's closer and a lot cheaper to go to language school. So we did more of a traditional thing because this was what, like eight or nine years ago where we had a private teacher five days a week, four hours a day. And then we lived with a Mexican family that didn't speak any English. So we were exhausted, like our brains at the end of every day. Like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. It was like a full immersion. And then we moved to Spain and we just kept practicing Spanish. I wouldn't say that I had a love for Spanish at that time. I would say it was years later when a Finnish friend of mine said, Camille, why do you only speak um, Spanish and English? And I was like, I am like doing amazing as an American to speak even one foreign language, but she spoke five Europeans, many Europeans speak so many foreign languages, but for some reason it just struck a chord. And I was like, why don't I learn more languages? And on a whim, I decided to learn Italian, not knowing any Italians. I started studying using YouTube on my own. And then I found this app, Hello Talk, where I started meeting natives. And I would say it was there. And then even more so when I decided to learn Portuguese, that I just was like, I think I'm meant to be a language learner forever. Because something in me comes alive when I can connect with somebody in their heart language, have a conversation, understand them, be understood. There's something almost magical about it really but the process of it is hard you know to get from not knowing a language to being fluent in a language there's a lot of in-between work that has to happen yeah it seems from what I've understood from what you've said is that the more you learn the more your confidence builds like you got more confident as you as you learn more and then it's kind of that encourages you to learn more And that's the problem that I often have with people who are just starting to learn English, for example. Uh, They they get discouraged at the beginning because they're not confident. But that's just going to build as you learn more and more. And you're an absolute, I can see that you're an example of that. And it didn't just stop Mm -hmm. with Spanish. It continued with other languages as well. So it can become a complete passion. But Camille, at the beginning, when you first started learning Spanish, What was the biggest challenge for you? I think giving up English and just accepting that this language is not English. I can't, I would be so frustrated because I was like, this doesn't make sense. We don't do this in English. We don't study English like this because 
you know, word order is switched and then you have to conjugate verbs. And it was frustrating for me because I didn't know how to do it. I couldn't put sentences together. And then the pronunciation, you know, you have to learn how to roll your R's and how to pronounce different vowels in the Spanish language. So all of those things I think were a bit frustrating. I would say the grammar, just being like, how does this work, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do, I do. I had the same problem when I first started learning Spanish. Um, I was actually in Ecuador and it was just gibberish to me, complete nonsense. I had no idea what they were going on about. They started talking to me about grammar and just the idea of a different grammatical form than English to, to what I knew in English was crazy because I hadn't really learned it at school at all. I hadn't learned yeah. foreign language. So, you know, as English speakers, because of that, we, we are at a disadvantage when learning languages. Yeah. It is um, very difficult indeed. But you've done great. But you had problems. For example, you had problems with yes. your pronunciation, I can imagine. Yes. What did you do to help improve your pronunciation in Spanish? Do you have any tips that people can use? Yeah. Yeah, so I think a great tip for improving pronunciation, and I even have different things that I do now that I've learned several languages. With Spanish, when I worked with our teacher, she would have us read out loud every day in class, and she would correct our pronunciation. Because sometimes, in my mind, I was like, I said it like that. She would repeat it differently, and I'm like, I said that. She'd be like, no, no, you didn't. Because a native person can tell if you're saying it correct or not. So that would sometimes be frustrating, but I think if you can have a native correct you, that is the best way to go. Something else you can do is the shadowing technique where you put a video on YouTube, you put your headphones in, you put the subtitles, and then you read along with the script or with what the people are saying, and that will help you as well. I think the more you speak the language, the more confident and comfortable you become with the language. So those would be some tips to work on pronunciation. Yeah, I've done both of those things. I've done the shadowing technique. And also I remember when I was learning Italian, I would read my book in Italian to my girlfriend. Yeah. I didn't even understand everything, but I would just practice yes. the words. Should tell yeah. me what it wrong. I know you don't all, all of the listeners, I know you don't all have an English boyfriend or girlfriend to correct you, but you know, yeah. be a friend. Maybe you can meet up with somebody on Hello Talk or one of the applications mm -hmm. as we mentioned before, and you yeah. can read to each other because maybe you're shy at first, you don't know what to talk about, um, you're not used to talking to people from other countries or online. Yeah. It's a strange experience, I understand. So maybe to begin with, you could just try reading to each other and mm -hmm. correcting each other. Um, and you can find natives. Maybe you're a Spanish speaker. You find an English speaker. You can read to them yeah, in yeah. English. They'll read to you in Spanish. So that's amazing. Camille, you're amazing. I love that. Oh, also, thank you. I'm so interested in your travels. Like I make um, a lot of travel videos. I'm always encouraging my listeners, my watchers to go traveling and experience the world because it's a great way to learn languages. Tell us a yes. little bit more about your travels. Where have you been? What have you learned from traveling in all of the places you have traveled to? Yeah, so how much time do you have, Sam? <laughs> 
<laughs> I know me too so if I could I literally think I could talk about language learning and travel all day because those are my top passions and I feel like I appreciate traveling so much more now that I can speak several languages because in the past it's like you just feel a bit lost you have to rely on you know what is this called like hand movements and back then like when I used to travel we didn't have smartphones with dictionaries or things like that and so you just feel a little bit more lost but since learning languages and being able to use those languages I feel like it's so tied together with culture and so I feel like my understanding of the culture is so much richer than if I didn't speak the language if that makes sense and so like the other day me and my husband we got away for the weekend without our kids and we ended up Okay, I'll tell you a little story because this is so cool and this is how languages work. So I overheard this couple speaking French and I'm like, I'm learning French. I'm always looking for opportunities to practice. And so I was like, oh, you know, your kids are so cute in French. And they looked at me surprised. And then I was like, I'm learning French. And so we spoke in French. It turns out they're on their way to learn their seventh foreign language because they want to speak one foreign language a day every day of the week. So they wanna learn seven languages so they can speak seven languages a week, which is crazy and so cool. Yeah, so we switched to Portuguese for some reason. Five minutes later, this Brazilian woman came over and totally spoke to us in Portuguese. And she was like, I couldn't help but like hear Portuguese. And so we ended up speaking for like 10 more minutes. She invited me and my family, knowing we have our three small kids to stay at her house. Like, she's like, I have a big house. I have room. Please come. I have her phone number. We're in contact. Maybe we'll go. And I told my husband, like, if I like wasn't curious and like didn't step out to practice my French, I would have never known that family spoke Portuguese and it just wouldn't have all happened. So I feel like it's just so beautiful. And after I was just like, this is amazing. And then me and my husband took our kayak, kayaked across like part of the ocean to this old Spanish fortress that they have here in Panama. And we hiked up there and I saw a Panamanian using a machete. And I was like, I've always like thought that would be so cool to learn how to use it. So I used my Spanish, totally spoke to him. He taught me how to use the machete. We filmed a video. Actually, we filmed it for TikTok and it even got shared by the Panamanian, one of the top television shows here in Panama, like me, like on their Instagram page, like with the machete. And I was like, this is so crazy. Like none of this would have happened if it wasn't for language learning, if it wasn't for travel, like you just can't plan things like that, you know? unbelievable unbelievable yeah you get from language learning are amazing like it should be motivation to everyone listening go and learn languages go and explore the world explore life and you're going to get great stories some crazy things are going to happen but at the end of it good stories so go and do it it's amazing Camille what are your like future dreams aspirations with language learning and traveling um you're staying in panama what's the plan 
Yeah. So unfortunately we're not staying in Panama. We try to spend about two months in each country that we go to. And because we have three small kids, so it's easier to just stay put instead of traveling. If I was single or if it was just me and my husband, we would probably move around a lot more, but to move three small children. And now I have to start homeschooling my son. We try to stay two months in each country, maybe even longer if we really like it, or if we feel like, yeah, let's stay. So if our mental health is good, if our kids are like, yes, we want to keep traveling, the plan is just to keep traveling, especially in South America. We did a trip like this with our kids for seven months around Europe two years ago, and they were even smaller. And seven months, we knew like it was just the right time to go home. So we don't know this time. We're only three months in. We have a lot of energy. We're super excited and we want to keep traveling. So that's the plan. And then I want to help people learn languages, especially English. So I am, I just finished the rough draft of a short travel stories book that I'm writing. So it's like 25 short stories, just real things that have happened to me but with the intention to teach people English. So I'll have the book translated. It'll be a parallel textbook. So English, Spanish, English, Italian, English, French, as many languages as possible to try to help people learn. And then I'm like, and then if people are even trying to learn those other languages like Spanish or Portuguese or whatever the book is translated in, they could do that as well. So that's like a current project. And then I'm about to launch an English course, a video English course to help people get to their next level with English as well. And then we'll just see. It's just trying different things, stepping out, enjoying it, and seeing what happens. Wow, amazing. I'm definitely going to read that book uh, in Thank all of the you. languages that I. Yes! <laughs> Not sure if I'll be able to understand all of them, but that sounds amazing. And the course as well. You're very busy, I can imagine. Um, yes, a little bit. I don't understand because personally, I tend to do one language at a time. So now my mind is completely Italy, Italian, okay? Spanish and Portuguese has kind of disappeared into the unknown, let's say. I don't know where it's gone. It comes out occasionally in bursts. How do you manage to use all of the languages? How do you manage to maintain them and have them at a good level? Yeah, so I think my goal is always to get to a level where I feel like I could go live with a native in that language and do a good job. So that's like my personal, just like, I want to get to that level. So it's not like expert level. It's not super high advanced, but I would say it's a pretty good level. And so that's always my goal. And once I get there, then I start with a new language, but yes, I have to maintain those other languages. So I feel like, for example, that my Portuguese has been maintained, but I haven't advanced it more than from what I did when I was studying because I put all my energy into French now. So I have a French phone call every single day. I'm studying French every day. Maybe with Portuguese, it's just two phone calls a week, whereas it used to be daily phone calls in Portuguese. So just to maintain the language, I will do things like watch a film, have a phone call with a friend, read a book in those other languages. So right now I'm reading a book in Italian that I have on my on my Kindle. And then I have a really dear Italian friend that we text every day and we probably have one to two phone calls a week. So that's like it for my Italian. So I feel like is my level like growing like 
crazy in the languages I've already learned? No, because I don't think it's possible because when you're giving to one language, the others will suffer a bit. It's like a give and take. And I have this crazy life goal to learn 10. So I don't know what's going to happen to my brain, but I feel like as of now, like I've been able to at least maintain and have a pretty good level in the five languages that I speak. So I don't know what future ones, what will happen. Well, Camille, you've, you've inspired me. So I'm sure you've inspired everybody else who's watching or listening to this podcast. It's, it's incredible. I, so. I, I need to try harder, I think, with my languages. That is a fact. Yeah. Um, and mean, it's doable. I think if you do, yeah, if you just find things that you enjoy and instead of doing it in English, do it in a different language. Like if you're wanting to pick your Portuguese back up, just start watching a show in Portuguese and you'll be like, whoa, these words are starting to come back to me. You know, just put a little more effort towards the language that you're wanting to go after and you'll see big results. I don't, I rarely study the typical way that people think, especially now, like I have a three small kids, I'm doing a lot. So usually it's just doing things I enjoy, which is talking to people through phone calls, reading books, watching series. Those are like the main ways I would say. I'm not spending any time with grammar books. I actually never even studied Portuguese grammar. Like, so I think that if people think like, oh my gosh, like I have to just invest hours sitting at a desk, like they have to get rid of that idea. You know, language learning can be fun. Like if you're cooking, for example, just look at the recipe in Portuguese hopefully it'll turn out okay <laughs> but yeah. you know what I mean just replace what you already do if you really like listening to podcasts about science start listening to them in the language that you're trying to learn like find what you love and instead of doing it in your native language do it in the language you're trying to learn that is like my biggest key enjoy language learning wow it's golden advice absolutely amazing uh, thank you so thank much you. for sharing all that with us. Um, Camille, before we go, how can everybody find you? You're on social media, you're on YouTube. Uh, where can they find you? What's your, what's your name on all of those channels? And what exactly are you doing there? Yes. So I'm recent on TikTok and I'm doing a lot of cultural fun videos with each of the countries that I'm visiting. So you can find me at Learn English with Camille on both TikTok and YouTube. So my YouTube, I have longer content. Right now it's mostly travel type videos, travel vlogs, because that's what we're doing. And then on Instagram, I go live a lot. So I go live with teachers, like that's how I met you. I go live with language learners. I open up my lives so people can practice their English and on Instagram it's just my name Camille Hansen amazing amazing thank you so much Camille for being on my podcast it's been so lovely yes. to talk to you uh, thank you and thank everybody you. go and check you've seen how wonderful she is how great a teacher she is how inspirational she is so go and find her on all of those YouTube TikTok Instagram everything uh, thank you so much and I hope to speak to you thank again you. soon Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you again. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Now that has been another episode of English Around the World, the podcast where we learn about inspirational English learners and teachers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. The next episode is coming very soon. 
Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next Happy English podcast. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers, and if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.